I was often envious of kids from smaller families. For them, sibling rivalry seemed like such an uncomplicated affair. Two kids, each on a relentless crusade, to destroy the other. In big families, sibling rivalry had all the factional complications and sordid alliances you'd normally associate with Middle Eastern terrorist organisations. These ever-shifting sands made the next assault impossible to predict in either their ferocity or duration. The only certainty was the knowledge that whenever you did anything selfish, arrogant, or worst of all stupid, the wrath of not just a single sibling, but an entire clan would descend upon you. Like the day when I was asked to take the garbage out and innocently inquired, why me? The derision from my siblings was instant and for months I was referred to as why me. Fortunately, my 16-year-old sister Barbara eventually diverted attention when she appeared at the breakfast table in the height of summer wearing a scarf in a failed attempt to hide several love bites. Move over, Wymy, the bride of Dracula has arrived. But such a reprieve was never forthcoming for my next guest, Leah, who was locked in a daily duel with her one and only sibling, Eric. Their rivalry, defined by their parents as a battle between good and evil, was relentlessly monotonous, intensely focused, and occasionally magnificent. Welcome to my fucked up family. Leah, welcome to my fucked up family. Thank you, Paul. That's so nice to be here. Oh, good. Real treat. Oh, look, I heard about your story and I really do do love the sounds of it. It's quite lighthearted and it makes me laugh. So we'll start by giving us a little bit of background into your family and where you grew up and who are the characters we're talking about today. I am from Canada, from just around Toronto area. Mm -hmm. The characters in my story are my brother, Eric. He's two years older than me. And my father, Wayne Walchuk. He um, That's quite a name. He's Wayne Walchuk. Yeah. Sometimes we call him Wayner. Or he's a math teacher and so he he loves to talk about that. But then his initials <laughs> he'll sign things like W squared. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so clever, Dad. <laughs> So those are the two main characters in my story. So there's only you and your brother in the family and two years apart. Were you, were you close? Mm, we were a little, we were. Um, but then we got a little bit older and my brother realised I wasn't cool because I was a younger sister. Yeah. So my mom would make him, he and his friends, like, play with me. If they were doing, like, road hockey outside, I would be the goalie. Or if they were playing basketball, I would get to keep score. So that... That I was like, it became that kind of relationship where Eric would be like, oh, why do I have to bring Leah mm-hmm. to play with my friends? So we, we got along. And then as we got a bit older, we didn't get along. He made my life hell. <laughs> Luckily, we went to two different high schools. So my, comp- my whole life wasn't completely ruined. Right. Um, now we get along. Now yeah. we're... Obviously well, he's, he, you're in Australia now. And he's, is he still back in Canada? Right, yeah, okay. so he's still yeah, yeah, he still lives kind of around where we grew up, and he's married and has three daughters. And... Well, I'm glad it all worked out for him in in the end. How did your relationship with W squared, your dad, mm-hmm. compare with uh, Eric's relationship with W squared? Um, I think my relationship with my dad and my mom. So at this point, my parents were together. So my relationship with my parents was very much Leah's a good girl, and you know the A plus like homework report cards on the fridge and oh Leah's so great and 
and um, I just seemed like a bit of an angel compared to my dad and my brother. Like their relationship was a bit. Um, it was really good. I mean, they did all the sports together. Like my dad was the coach of the hockey team and everything. But when it came to like a personal and academic standpoint, my dad was just always really frustrated with my brother. And my dad used to joke all the time that he'd wished I switched high schools because my dad was a high school teacher at the school my brother went to. So he'd be like, Leah, do you want to switch to Henry Street High School so that, you know, so that I can show you off kind of thing? And I'm like, hell no. I'm not going to... <laughs> high school where my dad's there no thanks so poor but, old, so poor old eric was at at the school where your dad taught and i think yes and all his friends and everything and i feel like that's another reason why my brother kind of lashed out a little bit to kind of prove i don't care that my dad's at the school watch me do this watch me do this and his friends just got into lots of trouble and my dad like i'm talking he was getting expelled he was always in detention he's getting suspended he failed every class was always in summer school like it's like he was rebelling but I look back at that now and he even he says he thinks he was just super bored in high school yeah he just didn't care but I think it was also like a bit of a push to my dad like yeah yeah I don't I don't care (laughs) yeah (laughs) I always felt really sorry for the kids at school whose parents were a teacher because it just high school oh yeah because it just gives kids ammunition you know it's a little window into your private world that you really would Mm. would prefer to keep closed so not not i'm not surprised there was a little bit of angst in that relationship there okay so so take us back and and tell us what age are we talking about in your story today i think i was my brother was still in high school so maybe i was 16 Mm -hmm. and what happened so my story is about drugs. <laughs> I mean, say no to drugs, kids. Yeah. But um, when in Canada, so when you're about, when you're in high school and you're kind of like 16, 17, and you may not always have access to alcohol, a lot of people just smoke pot. They mm. smoke the marijuana. Mm. Um, it's not, I mean, in Canada, it just was really... I mean, it's legal there now. And back in the day, it wasn't really considered to be too major. Everyone just did it. Everyone just had pot. And what so, about Eric? Was was Eric also... Because I think if you, as a, a straight-A student, were dabbling uh, recreationally, <laughs> yes. what was Eric's relationship with it? So Eric's relationship with pot was definitely a bit more a frequent relationship, whereas I might just smoke pot on the weekends with my girlfriends or at a party, but Eric... Definitely would like go out on just school nights with his friends or I know if my parents were, I don't know, away for some reason, he'd be like, oh, do you want to smoke a bong in the backyard? I'm like, no, I've got homework to do. So my brother was definitely more of a frequent user. I believe he was actually also dealing at that time. Actually, I know he was dealing because he told me one time, he's like, Leah, come up here into my bedroom. And I came up into his bedroom and he pulled out this massive Ziploc bag of pot. He was like, look what I've got. He gave me some. He gave me like a few rolled joints and he was like, share this with your friends and tell them there's more. Just let me know. I'm like, get a life. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, my brother actually gave me my first joint. And so it was a Saturday. I was at a party. This wasn't the first time I smoked pot, but I smoked pot at this party with my friends. And then come Monday at school, I'm not an idiot. I don't bring drugs to school, but there's routine checks every now and then at my school with drug dogs and cops, maybe like once a quarter. 
So so that would be um, a good reason. That would be a good deterrent not to, to make sure you didn't have your stash at school. Yes, yes. And I don't have to have a stash. It's just my brother, <laughs> brother giving it to me. So I was, I went to this really massive high school, like a small castle. I don't know, it was midway through the morning and this thing goes over the PA, the whole school, like, good morning, everybody. And drug dogs and cops are here and no one's allowed to leave the classroom and we'll let you know when the search is done and blah, blah, blah. And I thought nothing of it because I don't have drugs. And then I don't know how or why, but for some reason then, Maybe 20 minutes later, there's like a call into the class that I'm in at the time, which ironically was my law class. And I'll never forget that because I thought this is so bad. And the over the system, it's just like, um, hi, like Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Um, is Leah Walchuk in your classroom? And the whole class was just like, boo, like booing me. And then I was so mortified. And then he was like, yes, she's here. And she's come down to her locker straight away. And I was like, oh, my God, my life is over. So, but I knew I didn't have drugs, so I didn't really understand what was happening. So, anyway, sure enough, I go to my locker, and my locker buddy, um, who what, what's, I what's your, lo- what's your, oh, you shared your locker with someone, right? Share, yeah, so, because there's that many kids at my school, we just didn't have enough lockers. So, I share my locker with this girl who was in my, I think they call it, like, a homeroom, like, tap class or something. And she's quite... She's not a nerd, but she's kind of just, you know, she definitely wouldn't be getting into any trouble. Mm. And she's standing there. There's two police officers, a big German shepherd, my vice principal, and the principal. And I'm, like, walking. And it's like everyone knows it's me because she just, it wouldn't be her. And the scene is, like, everything's out. They're going through everything. And we're teenage girls. So there's gym shoes. There's makeup. There's tampons. Like, it's just a fucking nightmare. There's stuff all over the hallway. And then I, they find nothing, of course. But my locker buddy's looking at me like she's going to kill me. Yeah. And then the vice principal tells us, you know, okay, girls, we didn't find anything today. But we do have to notify your parents and blah, 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 blah. Like, Okay, and then what a, what a shame! Everyone... What, what a shame! Sorry to interrupt, but what a shame that your locker buddy wasn't a a really bad girl, you know? Because just so to to make that comparison so stark that if there's anything going down here, it's Leah's. Oh, and it's like everyone there knew it. Like it's like the cops saw me and every vice principal, and it's like they're all waiting for me, and they're like, it will be her for sure. <laughs> but then, because but then I knew I could use my locker buddy as my scapegoat when I explained to my parents because they don't know who she is so yeah. I could easily said like oh you know it was yeah this chick yeah but right. anyway so that's what that was my so you point. were already scheming on how you could get out of this yes <gasps> Leah but I also knew I had no drugs in my locker yeah. so yeah but yeah. then of course I thought well but I was wearing that you know, what's in my locker was like a jacket and a scarf. It was like winter. And I was wearing that to the party on Saturday where I was smoking pot. So I figured it was my fault in some regard. So and they let you go. So they didn't actually... They let me... They didn't, <laughs> they, they, they didn't arrest you. They didn't put me in jail. No, handcuffs. <laughs> down to the station for questioning. No. Um, so that was it. Just like a firm, firm warning. And then you've got to 
we're going to call your parents. And I don't know when she's going to call my dad. Well, my, my house, which then would be my dad who answers because he always gets home from work first. So I was kind of nervous all day. Finally, I get home and I just dread getting in the door. So I get in the door. The dad's not there yet. So I feel a bit relieved. Sure enough, my dad comes home and I'm just pretending everything's normal. And he's acting normal. So I'm like, oh, I guess he has another call yet. Shortly after he gets home, the phone rings. And this was back in the day when there's no mobiles, just the landline. And the phone rings. And I just hear my dad answer it. And it seemed kind of serious. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, this is it. This is a call. So I did, as we all used to do at some point or another, I picked up the phone. And then, you know, like, you can cover the mouthpiece or like turn it upside down so you can hear and hopefully they can't tell that you're on the other end listening and I just hear my vice principal Miss Cho was her name she just like hi Wayne is this Mr. Wolchuk he's like yes this is Wayne Wolchuk I just need to let you know that something happened today at school with your daughter and we had drug dogs and they hit her locker we didn't find anything, but, you know, this is just a routine call and we just have to let you know. And then I'm on the other end. I'm just sweating. I'm like, my life is over. My cover is blown. I'm no longer going to be the good girl. I'm just, this is it for me. And then I don't know what happened, but my dad, my dad, I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of his mouth. He was just like, well, could there by chance if there's another jacket that smelled of the marijuana that was maybe layered on top of my daughter's jacket in an unfortunate event on the weekend or something, then maybe the smells of the jacket could transfer to her jacket, therefore, um, you know, flagging with the drug dogs the scent. But it actually wasn't on her. It wasn't her jacket because it wasn't her. And he's just going on about this whole jacket on top of the jacket theory. And I just couldn't (laughs) believe what I was hearing because I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what's happening, but I'm getting out of this. Like, I am free. He is blaming this on my brother somehow because (gasps) my brother. So he wasn't even he wasn't even trying to blame it on your locker buddy. No, no, straight away, because my brother and his friends, little hood rats, they just, they'd smoke pot, they all come out, my house was like the house, and so in Canada, everyone has basements, and so everyone would, he and his guy mates would all come into the laundry room, hang their big winter jackets, and then they'd all like pile down the stairs into the basement and like watch TV and God knows what, they'd all be just stoned, and so this happened all the time, and I think my dad, I mean, everyone knew it, you could smell it, but think my dad just thought there's only so many things he can control and so as long as they're in the basement not doing anything that's fine but so straight away my dad just starts fabric like fabricating this story and he just seemed cool as a cucumber like of course it wasn't Leah and I just was like oh my god I'm in the clear and then Miss Cho was like sure Mr. Wolchuk like I guess that could happen blah 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 my my dad's like no problem like it wouldn't have been her thanks a lot have a good day and that was and that was it. I was just like, wow, okay, I'm in the clear. This is insane. And then I just thought, like, what's gonna happen next? So then eventually I went downstairs. I imagine you had a, I imagine you had a bit of a spring in your step by this point. Oh, I just I just was like this weird vibe because he 
technically doesn't know that I was on the phone. So he's probably, he didn't even tell me he got the call. So I went downstairs and I saw him and I was just like making a snack or something. And he's like, Hey, we're at home school. I was like, good. Thanks dad. How was your day? And he didn't say anything. He didn't say like, I got a weird call. Just letting you know, like he didn't even address it. So I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So I just got a snack, went back upstairs, did my homework and just tried to ignore everything. And then, um, sure enough, my brother comes home like an hour later or something. And then I was just like, what's going to happen? I don't think anything's going to happen, but I don't know. So sure enough, my brother gets in the door and then I just hear my dad, Eric, I need to speak with you. I was just, oh my God, what is about to happen? And I'm like listening through my bedroom door. And then I just hear my dad say, you and your punk friends and your pot smoking and your marijuana using your jacket was on top of Leah's jacket and then she got hit by the drug dogs and I'm so embarrassed and another thing you've done and blah 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 and I was like oh my god it's happened I've gotten in trouble and it's officially getting blamed on my brother I cannot believe this I I've made it like I'm not sure what I've done but I I'm just absolutely invincible in this family nothing can happen to me (laughs) and then I was very excited about that I was getting off the hook but then I was also terrified of the repercussions of whatever the hell my brother was going to do to me or make my life a living hell but I figured that's probably going to be better than I don't know my dad my cover being blown as the angel child of my dad. So, so hang on. So, so your dad comes out and accuses Eric of being the cause of you being busted. Does, yes. Do, and does Eric say anything to him? Does Eric say, you've got no idea what, you, what the little princess has been up to? <laughs> no, he doesn't, say, he doesn't say anything. Like he's just like, because he knows, he knows I could just, if, it got me invo- if he got me involved in the conversation, I'd be like, well, who did I get the pot from? Right. Okay. So he, like, he wasn't. Oh. He wasn't. He wasn't shutting up out of the kindness of his heart. No, he knew. He knew that I also had further backup ammo on him. But it was just. But anyways. But sure enough, Eric got you know punished again, and like that's it. Like no friends over and. So anyways, and then I was just in my room and I've never wished more in my life. I wish I had a lock on my bedroom door. I was so scared because at this point, like my brother would he'd just punch me. Like he just would beat me up. I feel like he was so mean to me. And then he comes storming up the stairs and he opens my bedroom door and like slams it. But then kind of whispers. He's like, I can't believe you finally get in fucking trouble. And now it's my fault. And this is on, this is war, and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I got yelled at pretty bad, and then I was by him, which yeah. didn't it's, – it's bad, but it's more, more of one of those things where you know he's going to keep fucking with your life. Like, <laughs> so what sort of things did he do to get revenge? Uh, I don't know because I think it was just like drip feeding. I think he cut me off of his pot supply. And I don't know, I think it was like a few months later, even we were at a bar, my girlfriends and I were in line, we had fake IDs, I think we were maybe 17, almost 18, it's Friday night, and Eric and his friends like came out of the bar, because they were of age at the time, and he looked at the bouncer, and then looked at us girls in line, and then said to the bouncer, like, these girls check their IDs, and then he walks past us, and like, in such a loud voice, like, who is it tonight, ladies? Kimberly? Jessica, Stacy, he and his friends laughed and walked away. And the bouncer was like, "You girls, get out of the line!" And 
Either I had I never had a boyfriend in high school because every time I would start to see a guy or something, they would call the house, the landline, the phone would ring, and my brother would pick it up and be like, someone, a teenage guy, I'd be like, oh, can I speak to Leah? And Aaron would be like, she died. And he'd hang up. <laughs> can I speak to Leah? Oh, she doesn't live here anymore. Hang up. I never got any, I'd have boys breaking up with me on notes being like, I thought you liked me, but you know, I can't get a hold of you and you're giving me fake numbers. And I, Eric ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like shit like that, that he would do. I love that story so much. Did your dad, so this is obviously, what, when were we, were we talking about 10 years ago? 10 years? Uh, how... Oh, I wish I was 27. <laughs> <laughs> this is like 20 years ago. Really? Okay. My dad still doesn't know. I still have never, I've still never, and not for any reason. I think, I just don't even know if he, I'm sure he'd remember at this point, but I don't think I've ever told him. <laughs> I don't think he knows. So, But you and Eric are all good now. Yeah, we're amazing, and his wife and I are super close, and my nieces are little angels. Have you ever looked back on this story with him and just gone, that was really funny? I don't think I have. I think I should bring it up, though. I don't – I'm sure he would remember. Um, (laughs) There's lots of – I should bring it up with him. There's lots of stories. He definitely remembers. He probably just – Puts them aside uh, in his brain. He's it may be, a different person now. It may be just one of so many episodes where where you two were at at, at odds that maybe it doesn't even register with him anymore. Yeah, I don't even know how I remembered it, but um, I actually I will bring it up with him. Maybe at some point when I finally travel back to Canada and we get together and have some beers. Or maybe you could just sort of like uh, recommend a podcast to them both and see if oh, they recognise the story. Oh, no, I could. <laughs> I will. I will actually. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to think when he listens to it. Oh, be good. podcast, that'd be funny. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will, cool. Actually. Hey, well, listen, Leah, it's been, it's been so amazing talking to you. I love that story and I love uh, your characterization of... W squared. Uh, he's what really come to life. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of My Fucked Up Family enough to subscribe, share, or like. And remember, if you have your own fucked up family story you'd like to share, contact us through our Facebook page. Until next time on My Fucked Up Family.